Stag. Man and his amazing friends. Well, first, hello and welcome to Stegman and his amazing friends. Uh, this is actually our 45th episode, everyone, so congrats oh my God, on that, true. I guess. It is, yeah. and uh, it is the finale, part six slash the finale of our Bad Kids Creative Sessions. You guys have been with us for the past uh, five weeks, more or less, where Ronnie Ronnie and Diane, it happens every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> Donnie Ronnie and Diane. And Diane. <laughs> uh, Donnie and Ryan have been creating a brand new property, uh, it's been tentatively called Bad Kids right. for a while. We've been referring to it as such in the titles, but of course it's taken on a number of different names. I think we've settled on other kids. Is that what we ended up with uh, so. at the end of that last episode? Um, I think so, yeah. So we've created five different characters over the past few weeks, and uh, this week Ryan's sketching up a super cool team shot of all of them, and we're going to talk about the uh, the future of what the property holds. Of course, we've already talked about how we want to get an Indiegogo going for it, and the boys will discuss that a little bit further, and it's going to be super awesome, and we're really happy to have everybody back once again. Super exciting. Um, I'm Griffin. That's Ethan. We're the Supples. You know that. It's Ryan Stegman's podcast. Hey, Ryan. Hi. And I'm already drawing, just so you know. I started. Sick. Yeah. Um, and Donnie Cates is here. Of hey, course, guys. The amazing friends mentioned in the title 95% of the time. <laughs> um, Donnie, everyone, how's everyone's week been going? What have you guys been up to? Um, I have been uh, sitting around. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Not working on any, 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 uh, uh, um, any huge, amazing projects that are like super secret or anything, Ryan. I don't know what you were talking, what you're talking about. Okay. Obviously not. Okay. When are you coming back to that, right? I, I retired after that. Um, um, what about what about I've been up to? I have been. Um, let's just get into it. I I have been. Uh, I. Um, you guys haven't heard very much from me in a little bit. Um, I kind of, um, not so privately or quietly nuked my Twitter, uh, from orbit, um, after having, uh, kind of a shitty week. And I wanted to address that here really quick and kind of explain to you guys, um, because I do owe you guys explanation, um, um, because I, I, I love all you guys. I love all, all of our fans and the community that, that is this show. And that is, um, you know, the, the, the kind of the team that we consider you guys as, as part of the, you know, the Stegman, Kate's, Kate Stegman family. Um, and, uh, I left rather abruptly without kind of addressing why I left or the reasons why. Um, and with the world in uh, such utter chaos right now, um, <clears throat> I found myself um, adding to the chaos and adding to the negativity. Um, last week was really a hard week for me. I had a member of my family pass away. And um, instead of listening to the advice of every human being around me and just shutting off and taking some quiet time to myself. I do what I always do, which is just to bury myself in work and go and hide and bury myself in writing work and, you know, and going on Twitter and escaping, you know, in the same way that, you know, I 
you know, Ryan and I have always talked about in the past about how we consider ourselves that, that our job is to create es escapes for you guys from the negativity, from, from, the, from the hardships of your own personal life and that of the world at large. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a very bad place emotionally uh, due to the sudden, very sudden loss of my family. Um, and I woke up and uh, to the announcement that um, my very good friend Trad Moore had not been nominated for an Eisner uh, for um, his stunning work uh, on Silver Surfer Black, nor was Ryan uh, for his amazing work on Absolute Carnage and everything. And um, <clears throat> I suddenly found myself, um, it suddenly dawned on me that People were going on Twitter, and during this time of crisis that our nation is in, and an utter turmoil, that my my addition to the conversation was not productive, and that I I needed to follow um, the earliest advice ever given to me by anyone, which is by my mother, which is if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything nice at all. And I was in a shitty place, and I was pissed off. And um, my sincerest apologies to anybody who thought that I was somehow demeaning anyone who, who was nominated in that category. Um, I stated as such in my Twitter comments that I did not think that that was true. I think I think I think, think that everyone that was nominated was in, in, incredibly deserving of it. Um, I, I, I thought at the time that uh, I, I <laughs> oh, well, Ryan will speak for himself. I thought at the time that I was coming from a place of defending my friend and standing up for what I thought was an in, injustice. Um, uh, I look back on it now and I can absolutely see how it looks very much like an entitled white guy complaining about not getting more accolades for work that he was involved in. And for that, that is shitty. And it didn't occur to me at the time because I wasn't in a good headspace. And so I decided to pull back from Twitter and kind of refocus myself on what I, how I want to communicate with you guys, um, which is to continue to communicate with you guys open and honestly. And have a dialogue with, with you guys, but take a more measured ex um, approach to it and speak directly with you at cons when we're available to and put and put my my um, my frustrations and my politics and my anger and and all of those kinds of things and put them into my art um, and put them into the things that I actually owe you guys. Um, because what you guys don't deserve is to go on Twitter and see more negativity from, from me. Lord knows there's enough of that online. Um, so that being said, that's why I left. Um, but, and I apologize if I left a bunch of you guys in the wind, but I'm still around. Um, and I will be back on Twitter when I have um, something positive to put back in the world, which I do. I have um, a lot of new series coming. I have a lot of creator-owned um, books that that'll be um, very wonderful to. I, I, I can't I can't wait to like share those with you guys and start those conversations. 
And obviously Ryan and I are continuing to work together. And when I have um, positive things that I can put into the world and into your Twitter timelines, that's when you're, you'll hear from me. But it is neither the time or the place or appropriate whatsoever for, um, for me, of all people, to be complaining about shit on Twitter. And so that's why I, I haven't been there. Um, but um, it's good to talk to you guys again. And um, you can still check in here. If you have questions for me, obviously, you know, you can hit us up um, through, 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 through the podcast and through, um, you know, um, Twitter when I announce stuff and stuff. Yeah, so, Adam, Adam in the chat brought up that he would love it if, they could, if the folks could send in fan mail and the Supple Boys could moderate it so that they can get some messages in to you. Uh, oh, we yeah. also got lots of condolences in the chat for you, obviously. Did we get any chains in the chat? We have so many chains in the chat. And Can we it's get some bringing up the segment in the chat? We 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 haven't said it on the actual recording. We've got either Ryan's cousin or uncle or someone in the chat, and he's making a lot of jokes. He says <laughs> it's he my, says Ryan it's, is the best drawer in the world. It's my uh, cousin who we haven't actually met, but my because he lives across the country. But someday we we shall. He's having a great time. Hell yeah. Um, there's also a lot of people saying. That everybody deserves the Eisner nominations that they got, <laughs> except for Chip Zdarsky. Well, well I, I think that, that goes I think that, yeah. I think that I, I think that um, you never know. Could be somebody's I, first episode. They may be uninformed. I just want to put it out there. Hey, no chips. Johnny, I have a question for you. Uh, did Chip Zdarsky do any books that sold two hundred fifty thousand copies this year? No, I don't. It, let me hold on. Let me check really quick on my. Thi- no, no, no. I guess mm. I did. Mm. I, mm. I wonder if he broke a hundred thousand actually. Now that we huh. weird. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Huh. It, I'll be good. I'll, probably I'll be good. worth discussing. We're it's above not, it. I mean, we're above it. I mean, yeah. Chip likes to make little comments and articles where you know, you know, everything like that. But like, really, I mean, it's only because Chip. Um, Everyone thinks that Chip is really fast. It's just because he like he's like oh he's so clever and all on top of his mind. It's just because he has he has he has a lot of free time because he doesn't work yeah. very hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. All of his jokes uh, are written. Uh, that's for sure. He has, mm-hmm. he has a lot of free time to like craft those jokes. Um, um, but we don't because we are here uh, right now streaming and we are going to uh, make some uh, make some rad shit. Um, who who. Uh, is it is it is it gonna be me who if I can explain this whole goddamn thing again? <laughs> no, I, I think. Have to draw. How about how about us supples can do it this time? We'll do a speed you round. Think so? Yeah. Uh, how, about, how about while you guys explain that, I take a drink of this fine glass of Topo Chico, brought to you by <laughs> fine folks of the of the of the oldest mineral wa- sparkling mineral water company on earth. Topo Chico, here's one for you. Not so sponsored. Guys, if you want the explanation sponsored of Topo Chico, I think that's episode three of Devil's I Advocates. I swear to God, I know We have, a, we, we I have another to... uh, sponsor here, which is uh, wine that I had in my house. <laughs> uh, this is brought to you by wine that I had in my house. I don't know what the wine is. Uh, it's red. Okay. Um, but whatever brand it is, it's... Uh, Mine it's is uh, crystal clear and guilt-free and full of bubbles. And, and natural minerals from the beautiful Gracias. 
Well, and of course, I am our now resident LaCroix boy, it seems. You can see here, zero calories, zero sweetener, zero sodium. That equals innocent. Okay. I'm so so happy for you. Thank you. It's a nice hibiscus Explain flavor. Explain what the what hell we're Ethan doing now. Just started, <laughs> what if Ethan just casually held up a bottle of bleach and just drank out of it? And just <laughs> without saying a Drano. word. Without <laughs> and this is Clorox. So as the as the show went on, it started bleeding out of his eyes and nose. Ooh. It really matched my mo. I feel yeah. <laughs> it really would. It really would. Um, All right. So what what the fuck are we doing here today, guys? Guys, today it's the end of our bad kids, other kids, creative sessions. And so, of course, like I had mentioned earlier, we've created a number of characters already, and we're gonna walk you through them super quick right here, so then you know what's going on. I imagine most folks, if you're listening to part six, that you've listened to parts one through five, I hope. But like I just said, you never know when it's somebody's first episode and we wanna make the show as accessible as possible because views and numbers and money eventually, maybe. Anyway, so <laughs> bad, bad kids. Uh, it starts off, we have a sort of Justice League analog, not the actual Justice League, but a team of heroes, and they've all got these pieces we, of Donnie. We, we call them the Legally Safe League of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, what would you call these pieces uh, that reside in all these heroes? What would you call that? So, yeah, it starts off, and this is something that actually that, like, when you read the book, and we're going to talk about this a lot today about how the book is actually structured, because what people um, what people are going to be seeing Ryan doing today is drawing a group shot, what would be a cover or a promo piece of our entire team. Um, um, and you listen to the last five episodes, you caught up on, on what that team is. We're going to be talking a little bit today about story structure and how um, we we kind of see the actual story itself, um, uh, you know, un unfolding. Um, um, so to answer, so to answer your question, um, you know, from the from the point of view of our characters, you know, they know that our our kids that are just like in de in detention are quote unquote bad kids. Um, they know that they live in a world where there's like this Justice League team or whatever. Um, but the secret behind this team is that they are five people who kind of get their powers all from this one, um, totem and they each, um, have a piece of it, um, that gives them, um, uh, belief powers is kind of a lame way of saying it, but basically it kind of brings out your inner it, right? Um, so if you're a bad person, it'll, you it, it might, it might turn you once activated into a bad person or whatever the fuck, you know, um, luckily, you know, um, well, let me take one step back. So as the, as the first issue opens, the inciting incident, of course, is that, um, we have a big bad guy, a big Thanos, dark side, you know, Dr. Doom, whoever you want to do, um, who is at war with our justice league in the skies above, um, small town America, and um, our our justice our Justice League team dies one by one, um, and their pieces are taken by the bad guy. And then um, our 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 last hero gets it gets the totem back from him and and falls and collapses and dies in a a uh, um, a detention room full of five kids that are in there for various reasons. 
and as he dies, that totem explodes and it's in them. And we kind of show how these kids, um, how it impacts them and it, it shows them. But that is the, that is the, that's the, that's the, that's the plot. That's not the story, right? Mm -hmm. And the story really is um, something that Ryan and I have talked about. Um, <clears throat> we want to tell the story in a Rashomon kind of a story. So um, each issue um, will be narrated by a different character. Um, and you'll get to see the inner workings of their mind as how they view the other kids. So uh, we were thinking the first issue will be Walter, um, who is the only kid who doesn't get a piece of it. Um, mm -hmm. And that'll be kind of our ending, uh, uh, kind of a, you know, all these kids got one and he didn't. Everyone gets to be super except for him. Um, but during that, you get to see his internal captions talking about oh, well, this girl, she's this, and this guy, he's a piece of shit, and he's a piece of shit, and he's, this guy's an asshole, and like blah, 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 blah. But then as our first arc goes along, we'll do a full loop. So it'll always be in order. Issues, issue one of an arc will be Walter. Issue two will be a different character. Issue three will be a third character. And it'll always be every, every arc of the story will follow that exact same pattern. Mm -hmm. But the story will be moving. Will be moving ahead. There'll be an A plot and a B plot in every issue. The A plot is obviously our overarching story of these, of this, of these powers, um, you know, and how it manifests in them, showing them getting their abilities and showing that inciting incident from the point of view, showing the audience how wrong the narrator of the previous chapter was in their judgment of these other characters. Nice. So in the first issue, if say Walter were to be talking about Oliver, who's just like this, this like rich, like, like snobby fucking asshole kid thinks that he can just fucking come in here and blah, 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 blah. blah. Well then chapter two will be about Walter and showing how exactly that's not true. And like, but then we'll also get to see um, Oliver talk about Walter and say right. things that are not true. And so that he's come up with in, in his own mind, you know? And so it really is a coming of age story. Very, li a, quite, a, quite literally a coming of age story about a group of misfits who don't know each other at all and have assumptions about each other that that through the, the B plot, which is them as in their in their in, in their superhero and heroine identities, having to work as as a team, slowly having those 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 um, um, different captions all start to line up, so that by like the third arc, everyone's captions, no matter which character we're focusing on. They all know each other now, and they all can. They're all on the same page. So you'll see it in real time. So, what I mean by that—that that, that might sound abstract—but okay. Imagine if every issue of X Men was told from issue one was told from Cyclops's point of view. Issue two was told from Jean Grey. Issue three was Beast. Issue four was Angel. 
issue five was um, give me someone else, guys. So, Heroin, uh, gridiron, uh, murder. Just... No, he's saying no, 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 no. Like, 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 but you're you're seeing the same event from from five different sets of eyes mm-hmm. as as a separate story moves along underneath it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool because I think that the idea is so we've kind of been we've kind of been playing with this the whole time where they have uh, they all have different <clears throat> identities than what they're really projecting to the world, and the the this type of story lets us show how they're all also judging the others for what they what they're putting out what they're projecting, and then yeah. they all learn about each other internal like what they're really all about, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it all works out. So I think it's like a really cool. Uh, character study essentially yeah yeah it really is and it is um um uh someone in in the chat i'm not supposed to be on the internet but um uh michael ann uh said would you consider uh including one shot issues from the point of view of a side character so yeah that is actually you're you're actually way ahead of us um uh or behind us however you want to judge that um every so we were thinking every arc is essentially five issues long, right? Mm-hmm. But with each, um, but in, but with one issue at the end of each arc, dealing with the sixth part of this whole story, you know, which is the principal, and that's mm-hmm. not to say, or the assistant principal, or whoever, right? Now that's not to say that those characters won't pop up in. And and I saw someone say that what like won't that get repetitive? I'm not. And let me let me be clear because I know it's kind of a hard thing to grasp. So in the first issue, we'll see everyone get their, their house, right, mm-hmm. and then the A story will continue moving forward. We're not going to repeat that scene every issue. We're going to repeat that narrative going 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 straight. But as we as we do that. We'll be following one character as a centralized yeah. character as we follow them home and learn more about them. We've got a bunch that, of that, nerds that, here. Most of them have probably read Game of Thrones. That's that's pretty much the structure <laughs> of Game of Thrones. Yeah, they, that's kind of. Yeah. They're not always in the same exact order. They're, uh, you know, in different orders. I also think that this is cool. I've been reading the old uh, Burn X, Burn and Claremont X Men stuff, and one of the things that, that I really miss in team books is thought is seeing the character's thoughts so i think this will be a really cool way to show the character's thoughts as well because that gives them so much more dimension where i feel like like, uh we've gotten away from that and sometimes it just feels like in a team book that people are just doing stuff to do stuff and this kind of prevents us from having yeah and and as a guy who has written team books um and is 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 by my own uh, people uh, will uh, argue with me on this one, and I thank you for arguing with me on it. But I don't consider myself very good at team books um, because the it is so goddamn hard to give everyone their own room and have their own mm-hmm. their own story being told while they're trying to fight a resurrected Thanos or whatever. You know, um, my experience I'm very is, specific <laughs> I, I know i know i know i know 
I, I, I could have done a better job with my Guardians run, and I it was my first big team book, and I I I I I've I've learned from that, and I, I want to do the approach that we're talking about on this one to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and 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 show these characters kind of getting to getting to know not 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 getting to know like well yeah yeah getting to know themselves as their their superhero self but also getting a look inside of their head individually and mm-hmm. making it a very purposeful very um uh deliberate approach to the structure of the book that every every issue belongs to someone so certain people people like like like, like people who are reading the book might like love one certain character more than the other the the hope that the hope is that you love all of them but like for an example the expanse novels are told in this way Mm-hmm. The expanse novels are told from that a person's unique experience of an event, and sometimes they overlap, and sometimes sometimes they don't. But like in the expanse series, whenever I get to a chapter that's like Amos, I'm always like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down," because Amos is my dude, you know. So I want, <laughs> I want people to have like their own individual like favorites and things, and hopefully. You know, each character is fleshed out in a way and has a compelling story that 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 you don't that you don't open an issue and you see that it's told from, you know, heroine's point of view and you go, oh fuck, one of these. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, all of them are entertaining. But like, I love the idea of kind of like <clears throat> the idea of going through like when you were a little kid, going through like a deck of cards and like finding that cool one that you like that like you open up an issue of the other kids and it says Walter and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I love Walter. Like, I want to, like, we get to, we get to be inside Walter's head this week, you know, mm-hmm. and like yeah. see how, and see like how he responded to that shitty thing that, that Sam said to him in the last issue and see how that really hurt him. You know, yeah. and like yeah. sometimes it'll overlap, sometimes it'll advance, sometimes it'll it'll time jump. You know, it, it it's just a really kind of a cool format to 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 show things um, um, moving to move things forward while also getting to, to know everybody. And and as as things go on, as I said, those those did those captions where like let's just say like. Walter thinks of 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 heroin as as this junkie, just like you know, just a menace, just like a like a worthless waste. Is like is like oh, thinks she's such a fucking cool badass now that she's a fucking shiny thing. As you start to get into like arc two and three, Walter's concept of of heroin and heroin's concept of Walter will start lining up as the same thing. She'll look to him and her captions will be the same as he thought about a thing as they get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So the captions will become, become more cohesive and they'll start to recognize each other as who they are um, as, mm-hmm. as individuals. And these disparate narratives will start to become one unified narrative 
as the team themselves become more unified. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I guess if people want to ask questions, we can answer them too about how we're doing it. But if you want to, what's up? It, what are you guys it, it's worth bringing, your, uh, your cousin had to bail out of the show. There was too much cursing, he said. <laughs> I mean, how old uh, is your cousin? I think he's nine. <laughs> very young, very young, apparently. My, um, I think my parents have been bragging about how I've been doing the uh, the kids' streams. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think he must have thought it was a kids' stream. So I'm gonna have some. Damage. Oh no! Yeah, on this one, on this one, um, I, I, I should, I should, I should probably get in. I should probably get into the habit of opening these streams by saying. The views and, and comics uh, comments <laughs> expressed on this do not re- represent the Marvel or the Disney Corporation whatsoever. Um, I am not acting in the role on this show as a representative of, of, of Marvel Comics. I I am trying to copy Doctor Drew's speech from Doctor Drew After Dark. <laughs> I am a licensed professional comic writer. I'm not a, 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 acting officially in the in that role per se on this show uh, 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 n- none of the views um, um, expressed therein uh, are re- representative of, of my beloved uh, partners and friends at Marvel and Disney I um, I want to chime in real quick because uh, will aka will the beast says he he's in the chat and Ryan you did an interview with him this uh, this past week. Uh, for his yeah, podcast. Yeah, everybody check that like. out. You did a great job. I'm super excited to listen to it. Uh, Will, just wanted to let you know, interviewing Ryan uh, for a podcast at 14 was actually how <laughs> I met Ryan. So be careful, because he might um, have you work for him for free forever. <laughs> a couple years down the line. So watch out. Just a heads up. Um and it'll be the best thing ever. Um, really quick, I, 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 just wanted, uh, I just wanted to say something really quick. Nain, Nain, our good buddy Nigel, uh, said, guys, stop talking crap about Don. He's actually reading this stuff now. <laughs> Have you guys been muting things? I haven't been seeing them. No, or, uh, no because because I, I, think, I, I think people people being very nice to me right now, which actually... <laughs> Is very, um, which actually means a lot to me to like be interacting with you guys um, and 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 uh, and seeing you guys. Um, someone in here asked something about future fight, uh, Marvel's future fight, and yeah, I guess Silver Surfer Black uh, oh, joined yeah. Future Fight with Cosmic Ghost Rider, and that is uh, that's pretty rowdy. I I uh, I fully admit I don't play the game i don't i tried to get on there to like play this cosmic because i was like oh that'd be fucking fun i play as my own like invention and i got on there and i was just like completely i listen guys (laughs) here's the thing i think that marvel sometimes thinks this too where like they're like hey we want you to like you know um um there, there was there was a thing long a long time ago that that was like a tie-in to, to like a video game thing, and this is a long time ago. I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. This is not a future thing at all that they wanted me to be a part of, and they like wanted me to like 
play against people live while I was like on a headset. And I was like, look, look guys, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you guys, like, from your perspective, I'm like the young kid <laughs> at Marvel, but I am in an actuality a 35-year-old man <laughs> with a mortgage and a family, and I haven't picked up a, a PlayStation remote in years. And <laughs> like all, all you're setting me up to do is to have all my fans beat the ever-loving shit out of me <laughs> while I fumble around like like a like a chimp trying to be an astronaut. Like I mean, I I, 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 I did I did that. I played the I played Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think they got you to do it because I wouldn't do it because I didn't want because <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. I don't know how to play it. I don't know. How I to read do one. It. Of the, I read the comments, and I read the comments, and some they were all like, "Oh my god, he's terrible." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think maybe I had it in my head that I was going to be competing against uh, like other people, but like I remember you playing it, and that's not what you were doing. So maybe I should, I should have done that. But uh, um, you know what? Can I? Yeah, uh, really, really. Just real fast, I was glad that you brought up Nigel in the chat, aka Name Wooten, because he did jump in. At, he's one of the most loyal followers of this entire network of shows, and he said, "Hey guys, I'm a grown 27 year old, but it was just my birthday. Can I get a shout out like a teenager?" So hey, shouts out, yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, everyone in the comment uh, in the in the comment ses- uh, section, I want you to post some chains right now. Yeah. Hell yeah! In celebration for our good buddy, uh, everybody throw throw up some some chains. Um, somebody in yeah. the in the comments asked, "Will it will it be a different artist on every book, uh, or like on every um, um, on every issue?" Uh, we don't think so. No, we we think we think we we we, we think same artist. Um, really quick, really important, like super. Important, I just wanted to say uh, that Jonathan Iker says uh, to me, uh, "Your face shows that you have lost weight." By the way, Donnie, keep it up, brother. Um, I have, I have. Thank you, fucking, so much for saying that. I'm being completely, completely honest because because of Stegman's help and because of a rigorous and um, obsessive. Um, uh, dietary and exercise thing that I've been doing. I have lost uh, 25 pounds. Wow! Uh, uh, since oh, the beginning, I am finally uh, below 190 for the first time uh, nice. since I got married. Yeah. In our- hey, let's so. get some more celebratory chains in the chat, please, for Donnie's fantastic work. <laughs> Keep yeah. them coming. Um, feeling good? That's not true. I feel like shit. I'm fucking sore all the time. <laughs> I'm fucking starving all the time. Yeah. Uh, um, there's like when you're when, when you cut carbs, you diet. You realize that like a quick snack, like just because like to like wake up and just like get a quick snack is fucking impossible. It's just like my version of a quick snack now is like I have to wake up and I'm like. All right. Well, I gotta get. I gotta like make an entire fucking salad from scratch and like, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like. But it's worth it. I feel good. I have more energy. It's it's feeling good. I um, um, fighting off the COVID. Um, um, 
here in a minute, I think I think I might want to introduce you guys to someone here in just a second. Uh, um, let me send a quick text. Okay. What a tease! Oh my <laughs> what God. a tease! I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to keep my carbs lower. I haven't cut them, but I understand at the point where I'm like, all right, I've 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 kept track of all these carbs that I've had for the day, and then I'll be like, and now it's time. For for the snack Chris, or for dinner Chris, for this meal, to, and I'll go and look, and I'm like, you don't need to lose weight. You look great. Hey, and, thanks, and the minute and the minute that we're not supple, we have to change our branding. So like, <laughs> exactly, yeah, I was, exactly. I was gonna say that Griff kind of looks like a fat piece of shit, but <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. It is the have you noticed how how weird abuse. it is? Have you, have you noticed how weird it is how I have slowly turned into being nice to you guys? Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a minute. Slowly turned shitty towards you guys? I don't I know feel what like happened. You guys fucking conspired to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just how good of a team that we are. We, we've been, yeah, we've this been is great management technique. We've yeah. been working together for fucking so long that, that we know that, like, one we know how to handle us in check. One of you has to handle a us. team. If Ryan hears me being not Ryan makes me have to be like, gotta take him down just just just, just a little bit, it. just a little bit. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> All right, I see how it is. I see how it is. It's fine. Thanks, Donnie. Thank you, Donnie. Hates. Uh, fuck you, Ryan Stegman. <laughs> hey, I deserve that. Hey, yeah, that's right. I just thank uh, God that you've ended up being the one that's the butt of all the jokes, so I can just be next to you, like, oof, brutal. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Ethan? Ethan. Yeah. Can I just tell you how bad you just fucked up? Oh, no. Oh, no. You just no. fucked up so fucking hard, dude. Oh, you turned oh, the tide. God. This is oh. going to be so fun. Yes. Oh, my God, this is dude. Gonna be good. Oh, my God. Uh, the He's problem in- with Ethan... No, no, no. Here's the problem with Ethan, though. Exactly. Yeah, man. The, the, problem with, the problem with Ethan and making fun of Ethan is that Ethan looks like a generic like a white dude. So there's nothing special <laughs> about him to really... Like, Griff at least, like, attempts at some swag, got a little top knot, yeah. got a little Spider-Man shirt on, got a little beard action. But Ethan yeah. looks like like Ethan looks like every mugshot of every white dude who's ever lived. So it's, like, yeah. hard to, like, pin down... Like it's hard to like pin down anything really to make fun of you about, you know? Can I put can I put that on my resume that you said there's nothing special about him, Donnie? <laughs> like, like, well, that's but that, that's that's good and that's bad, right? Like, yeah. I think yeah. I would I would highly suggest the next like the next episode. I think you should just very casually, without without saying a word about it, just open the show wearing a fedora. <laughs> and, just, oh, no. and just see and just see where it takes us and just see where it we takes definitely us. wouldn't make fun of you no uh, i don't, don't. want to know where that road leads <laughs> you have seen me wear like panama hats and chains and shit listen it's the man that makes the look not the look that makes the man so i would encourage you to just step it up and try and make oh. yourself stand out a little bit you know Thanks. you know yeah. if you're if you mm-hmm. ever if you ever played whack-a-mole Mm, mm. I mean, what's the relevance? <laughs> relevance is the ones that pop out are the ones that get bopped, and so you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not popping out yet. Just but right here's the thing, the though. But here's the thing, though. 
some of those molds pop out and they get away with it. And those are the dopest ones. And my man Griff over here is trying to pop out. And occasionally he gets bopped, but occasionally he gets free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Donnie. Thank saying, you, Team Donnie. I'm just saying, keep that bravery of those moles alive. Come in here with a crazy-ass, like, mustache or some kind of crazy Tony Stark beard or some kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Shake your head. Yeah. Do something. Make it's like I'm like late to that party, you know? Just, just be more, like, like, Ryan's got his, like, typical, like, like, you know, baseball cap, glasses on, red wine, black T-shirt, big, big muscle arms, got his got his straps on, got his headphones on, got his pens on, Griff got his top knot. I have an, a numerous amount of accessories <laughs> on my flesh and body that stress me out. And I'm just saying, Ethan, you, 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 you could stand a little bit to upgrade, to like, look, you might get clowned on, but <laughs> you... You do need, you do need, listen, hey, 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 listen to me. I'm listening. You need to get some drip of some kind. Okay. <laughs> you have no yeah, if you want to, if you want to stay on this podcast network. Yeah. That's true. Look at Ryan, flexing a ring on his finger as he's saying it. Right. Flexing a ring that is not a wedding ring. That's just an accessory. I Damn. Can I wasn't like following you at all until you, you explained that I needed jewelry. Now I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah, no, I'll show I up think... with some blingy shit next time. Well, I hey, think... Ethan, why don't you turn your head? What's that in your ear there? What is that? What's that? Po- That's oh, white privilege pod. Oh, Those are privilege no, pod. Damn. That's not drip, son. That's not drip. <laughs> That's not drip. That's you're at work. <laughs> hey, speaking about flex, Ryan, can we can we get a flex? Let's see those guns, brother. Yeah. Come on. Where's that Come on. at, bro? Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Look at that shit. Damn. <laughs> what am talking about? Come on now, Donnie. You want, are you on the flex game? You on the flex game? No, I'm not on that flex game yet. I'm on that losing weight game. Um, I'm doing I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing a push-up challenge where I do uh, five push-ups a day, but I every day I increase them by five. Mm-hmm. And so tonight I'm on 50. Uh, nice. So I'm doing I'm doing 50 push-ups tonight. So pretty soon, my my goal was always like weight loss and then start building mass and shit. And so uh, soon soon I'll be on that I'll be on that flex train. But you know, fuck yeah, we'll, we'll get there soon. This camel's humps are gonna be bumping. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> I what? texted Megan and I said <laughs> I texted I texted I'm sorry guys I have bad news for you. Oh, I man. texted texted Meg, my my beautiful wife and co-host of the Devil's Advocates Book Club, and I asked her to bring out um, our permanent uh, co co-star bats, uh, our ten-week-year-old beagle, um, and she said that she's sleeping and it's bad to wake her up, so um, so she will not be joining. So she will not be joining us. I'm sorry, hey, guys. It's all right. Check out uh, Devil's Advocates Book Club for some bats cameos on there. Um, I want to. I want to chat about the. Yeah, I'm the, sure. bats will show up at some point. Yeah. If she should wake up in the next few minutes or so, then maybe, then maybe Meg's standing here. I'm actually looking at her. She's off camera. Um, everybody say hi, Meg. Um, hi, Meg. Hi. Her to wake up. Uh, perhaps she could come out here and I could wag her a little. Meg, I just got clowned on for like 20 minutes. 
Ah, feels good. Donnie's going to put some dirt in your eye. Meg says that she doesn't care. Because you are such a Boy Scout. I better get religion. <laughs> if you want forgiveness, that is. Man, look at all these goddamn chains in these comments. So many chains there's a in lot the of, chat. There's, there's a lot of great comments like Adam saying, uh, I don't know why we all just turned on Ethan. He's really the best on the show. And I want to say, Adam, what? listen. What? That's a big call. That's a big call, and you don't have to do it. I, I don't know why you said that. <laughs> I, I mean, so, <laughs> Ryan's still inking this awesome piece. Um, I want to know a little bit more about this. Who Maybe who's going to draw this book? Do you guys know anything about that? We we shouldn't say anything uh, uh, because we uh, we we know who we want to go after. Ryan Ryan and I know who who we want to go after, but we haven't gone after them officially, um, and so that's not something that we can we can get into right now. Um, that's fine. What, what what I can get into right now though mm-hmm. is the supplest of boys uh, going through and feeding. Uh, Ryan, some questions while I go and take a pee. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I definitely thought it was more Topo Chico, but it's all the Topo Chico it's, running through you. I got you. Oh, the last thing about Topo Chico is that it, keeps, and it, 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 it makes your body function perfectly mm. as mm. a product. Um, that's why it's been the most trusted brand in Save it. Just. Ask them to sponsor it and then say this shit. What are you doing? (laughs) All right. I'm going to go pee. Uh, Audience, hey, ask questions. Ryan, why don't you talk about a little bit while the boys are fielding questions? Ryan, why don't you talk a little bit about um, the cover and how you how you kind of are going about and your thoughts going into how you've um, assembled that? All right. I'm back. Okay. So really what I was going for with this piece is I was just trying to come up with something that shows the characters all together. And we also had to, I had to do some design work today. This was all actually a nightmare. Um, all right. <laughs> but uh, I'm inking it much faster than I normally would. I don't, I normally am very meticulous, uh, but I'm kind of, you know, messing around with a little, little fun brush style here. Um, but I think, you know, it's kind of neat. I mean, we got... For people that don't know, we've got a heroin up front, we've got murder over here, and we've got gridiron and kid atomic. So those are our four main players other than Walter, who I didn't put in this one just because I wanted only costumed characters on this piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to use this actually as, to, as a promo thing to kind of send out as a press release and get uh, uh, some of the news outlets interested in what we're doing. Um, you know, we did get written up in uh, sci-fi, and that was cool. But we're 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 hungry for more. So when we when we put this out, we're gonna need some retweets, fellas and fellettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us anything about the Indiegogo? When you guys think you might get that going, and what kind well, of goals you're I mean, looking that's, at? So so the Indiegogo is one possibility of mm-hmm. that's just kind of what we're thinking but we might i mean there's there's other possibilities of ways we're going to go but definitely donnie and i co-writing definitely going to get an artist definitely me doing some covers mm-hmm. um yeah so if it might be it could be an indiegogo it could be an image book it could be um you know something that did it like a, a web web 
comic type thing, all kinds yeah. of possibilities. So uh, the next step will be will catch be, me up. The next step will be writing it and then finding an artist and all that stuff. We're talking about the different ways that this book might end up getting turned into a real book. And I'm just curious now, we were just saying that Indiegogo is one of the possible routes that it could go. And I'm kind of curious as to how some comic creators use Indiegogo to get their book um, off the ground and what the sort of process is with that. I'm just sort of curious about it, if you guys know anything. Well, I think that Donnie and I, since we are um, rich and awesome mm-hmm. comic book pros, mm-hmm. we would probably mm-hmm. get the we would probably get the writing done and get the artist well into the project before we would um, need to launch it uh, mm-hmm. in whatever way we decide to do that. But uh, you know, so that so that we're not making people wait around forever for it. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, a, a um, it's a, uh, it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing conversation. This is not something that is going away anytime soon. Um, you know, we've we've uh, think about us saying Indiegogo as just like a placeholder for like where we're gonna we're gonna crowdfund this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <clears throat> Definitely, um, I'll be um, writing and co-writing uh, with Ryan, um, mm-hmm. and um, we'll have someone fucking badass. I mean, I mean of, of course. Of course. Um, I, I just noticed really quick in the um, in the in the um, uh, uh, in the comments that Chase Reyes said i know i should have said this in one of the character creation vids but might one of the heroes be uh, trans um uh in in be uh, uh sure i'm saying that wrong i'm sorry mm-hmm. um um uh, uh he or she says i i, I don't know in herself reflecting powers would be incredible for killing dysphoria i think that's a fucking great idea and i, I think that we're we're already touching on that with characters um, like Wayne with his his disabilities and stuff like that. And I think it's an, it's a wonderful a wonderful opportunity to show um, um, you know especially with a character like um, heroin who is um, uh, for the most part presenting as female in in her in her part, but her her like her kind of false identity if you um what was your name again i'm so sorry um i'm, I'm chase 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 right? chase yeah. if you go back and, and you watch the video about heroin you'll see that we kind of touch upon kind of gliding towards some of that kind of stuff where mm-hmm. the version of herself that she sees is not exactly the version that she wants to be it's what like her mother always wanted her to be and so there's, I think that's really fucking interesting as, as, as they start to kind of become more self-actualized that their, their, their superhero or superheroine versions of themselves could start to change as well too. So, um, you know, something, something that Ryan and I actually talked about, of, um, um, the idea of one of the characters being, um, you know, female and then, and then being male like when they when they get their powers and stuff like that and we we ultimately came down to the side of 
that if we were going to do that, that we would want to tell that story and like honor that story in the way of like not just doing it as like a magic trick, you know, yeah. not yeah. just like that. That to me, as someone who, you know, I think I've spoken about it very publicly that I I had a, a member of my family very uh, uh, about five years ago um, who was trans who took their life. Um, and it is, I've always, um, thought about that and tried to keep that in my mind when, when I, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm writing, um, queer characters or LGBTQ characters that, um, in the same way that like in Buzzkill, uh, writing an immediate solution for his, for him being an addict is so disrespectful for people who actually come, who are actually right, addicts. Right. Like having yeah. him just discover, like, oh, I can just control this immediately, and now I'm okay. I think it does a disservice to have a character just like have a magic trick and 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 kind of not have them. Um, how do I phrase this? I think it does more of a service to show them going through the process in a more realistic way and learning that about themselves and having that inner that inner change eventually reflect that at that be an outer change you know yeah. uh ryan and i had talked about the character of heroin being a male who when got hit, like um changed into a female and ultimately came down <clears throat> on the side of no like if we're going to tell that story we should tell it the right way. Like, mm -hmm. it should be the other way around. Like, maybe she should figure out her gender identity, you know, and it will reflect the other way around. But, like, let's not just make a magic potion that turns someone into something else. Like, let, let's actually do it if we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So I hope that answers the question. And, it, uh, again, um, I... I fully admit, as 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 always, as a white dude who, um, as a straight white dude um, who has not gone through those things, but is but have but definitely had people in my family afflicted by them, um, or not. That, that's a terrible way of saying it. I say afflicted because she took her life, and it mm -hmm. it, it it sucked. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I and I like of the shit that Zoe, my cousin. Um, the, the that 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 the world inflicted upon her. Um, those are always third things that we take really seriously. So, but I say that as someone who um, doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So if I'm out of line, um, and you guys think that that we could be doing better in that regard, always you know our ears are always open in regards to that. So I hope that answers right. your question. Okay. Right. Totally. Uh, he seemed happy with it. Chase said, thanks so much, guys. Gender identity is a super important topic to me. So, yeah, super cool to uh, bring that in there. I'm, well, I'm good. That. Yeah. It is to me as well. And and, 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 and there's so many... There, there's... There's... Um, um, there, there's there's only so many ways that I can... Like... You know... Um, I don't know. I'll let my work speak for itself um mm -hmm. but like certainly in redneck and baby teeth um and in paybacks um i've tried to be 
as representative of that as I possibly can be while also not overstepping my bounds and speaking for that community. Um, but also, you know, we're representing that, representing that community. Um, it, I always, I always like to think that it's, uh, I'll just say this. I always kind of think it's, it's, it's weird when like, it's a big plot point that a character is gay or that a character is trans or something, because like in your in your everyday life, it's not a big plot point. Those, those people just exist. Like they, it's not, it's it's not an event book. Those those people are just there, and they exist, and they they they're they're all around you, and they always have been. And so in my books, I've I've had queer characters and gay characters, um, and. Um, asexual characters, um, Heather in Baby Teeth is very much um, ace, um, and and it's just not something that I ever have characters declare because you know that's just it's just a part of life, you know. It's right. it would be like having a black character de declare that he's black. It's just like no, there's just black people who live in the world. It's 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 okay. You know, it's okay to be black, it's okay to be gay, it's okay to be all, all these things, you know? Yeah, and I think this is a super nice little, uh, uh, I won't say sidetrack, but little discussion we had here. And for the sake of it, can we get some chains in the chat for Pride Month, by the way? Yeah. It is happy Pride, everybody. Can you get some You're chains fired. Immediately in fired. the chat? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. What the you guys, fuck? Can you guys get multicolored? Can you, can you do that? That would be dope. Oh my god, I don't, I don't know. So I hope we can make it happen. Rainbow chains in the chat. There's chains in the chat for every occasion, Ryan. What are you saying? I don't know. This just is a, an insane segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my name. Griffin, supple boy, insane segue, Sheridan. That's the full, <laughs> the full thing. It's printed on my birth certificate. It'll be on my first comic book. Uh, sorry, Ethan, you gotta... Mine's gonna be super long. Do you why, also have separate guys, nicknames? Why have we... If you guys... If there was any... If this if this wasn't a book about... Alright, hold on. Maybe we maybe we, we literally need to rethink this entire book from the ground up. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not a group of people... A, a group of teens in detention... But it's a group of, of of inmates working on the side of the road, and the name of the book is The Chain Gang. <laughs> Chain Gang. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to say they're all actually just a bunch of chains in trench coats. Just Why does that? Chains. I mean, honestly, does that change the book that much? <laughs> just like, I mean, does it really? I mean... I mean what? And they're, they all, and they're, and they're shooting they the shit? The juvie. They all yeah. went to, No, no, no. They're all in prison... No, they're all grown up, they're all adults, and they're all just shooting the shit because they all wanted to be comic book writers. So they're all they're right. all they're all breaking yeah. story while they're picking up I trash on the side of the road. And then this is okay. So so now what you guys are experiencing is because we always talk about <laughs> the idea that a lot of the reason that we're doing this is to show you guys how like summits and stuff work. Like how yeah. how like you know, if you guys have ever thought about like like I did as a kid, like what you guys do behind those doors, like like when all the writers and artists are behind the doors, like planning out the Marvel U and everything, right? You've now reached the part 
where you think like like okay i'm i've just told you guys my entire thor my my entire thor pitch or okay about a better example Ryan and I have just like told everyone, all right, here's what this whole event, this is, this is all of absolute carnage. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're going to walk it out beat by beat, issue by issue. And then it's locked. Right. And then we go mm-hmm. about back and, and then we all go to lunch and like Ryan and I are at lunch and we're like, dude, that went fucking great. Like that, that that's fucking locked in. And now what you're seeing is the other part where now people have had a time to like think about it and they come back in and they go, Hey, actually that <laughs> thing is dog shit. And you need to rethink that thing. Oh, and you're man. that thing requires, if, but that's an issue too. So if, if issue two is a change, then, then issue four has to be rearranged. And yep. so like now we're at like, we've been doing construction mode, construction summit mode. Mm-hmm. Now we're in, destruction mode of like like of like this is when people get to come in and be like i mean i don't want them to come in um and do that but um it 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 always happens and you know what's great about it too is that almost almost without fail someone comes in like a Jason Aaron or a, or a Jerry Duggan or a Nick Spencer or a Matthew Rosenberg or one of the brilliant minds who's in that room will come in and they'll throw a grenade in the middle of the room and Ryan and I will, will be like that fucking destroys everything. Like that fucks our <laughs> plot up so fucking but god damn it is that a good idea. <laughs> Fuck like, yeah. like, like, like someone throws out something so minute and so small that it's like, well, we have to rewrite everything, but, <laughs> but thank God you said that because like, that's fucking hurt. Like, how do we not do that now? Mm-hmm. Well, you know? so is that what we're going to do? Cause I don't, I don't mind that. I, I actually think, I mean, if, as long as chain, the chain gang, hasn't been a comic book before. <laughs> in the last I like it. The bad kids creative sessions. Everything just switches direction. <laughs> everything changes. It's it doesn't all change that much though. Like there's still kids that go to high school and they're just uh they got in some trouble. And then warden is an actual warden. <laughs> I think it's oh. fun. I, I I like it. I mean here here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, a little bit in baseball is that like Ryan texted me the other day with a picture of the British TV show the the Misfits, um, oh, which right. is about like teenagers who get powers and all this shit, you know. And <laughs> I told him I was like I was like, wow, you're right, that is really close to the premise, but that's also the premise of the X Men, the Ninja Turtles, the fucking you know, it's all that. So like, what the idea of a group of disparate you know people getting powers and coming together is not by any stretch of the imagination new it's the execution of the project that is mm-hmm. that is that is that is what's special right. and right. and i think that um that um you know a lot of the a, a lot of that is um tyler uh tyler Jen, janice just said benam Yes, you're right. Venam was one of those 
grenades that Jason aired in the room when I was talking about my my Venom plans, and I said that that I was going to do a story with Venom in, in Vietnam, and Jason just goes Venom, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, God damn it, yes, of course, of course, um, um, yeah, so. Um, uh, fucking that derailed me. Uh, what, what everything's everything's a remix of something. Remix culture, yeah, not the yeah, premise yeah, it, that's it, super it just, important. It just, it just, it just left up to the execution of the thing, you know. And mm-hmm. so, like, what you're gonna see is like, like the X Men was just. I mean, he people have compared it to um, um, uh, Doom Patrol, like that Marvel was just trying to copy Doom Patrol, right? But it was in Stan Lee and and and. Um, um, uh, Kirby's like envisionment and how they and, and how they executed it that that made it that made it like stand apart mm-hmm. and so like we're not trying to sit here and say that we've come up with some brilliant new concept kids getting powers right, right. you know that was, never the idea. that was never the point of it now our next project um, sawed off Shogun um, <laughs> you might might get a little bit more innovative on that one. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm so excited! I have, I have, I've been talking to, um, I've been talking to a, um, um, I've been talking to an artist uh, to come and join us in these sessions and oh, draw nice. along with Ryan and oh, like trade lines back and forth and kind of like have more have 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 less of me babbling and have show you guys more of 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 the of the process um so five of us on the live stream uh, oh um, fuck. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. well let's we'll hey, take your mics away really quick, really quick. Hold on guys 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 <laughs> yeah really quick i want to introduce you so guys ladies and gentlemen this is yeah. this it's is that's my Sweet little baby bats. Let's uh, get some chains in the chat for bats. Who <laughs> just came out here and immediately pissed on our outside rug. Uh, yeah, uh, she woke up from a nap and needed to go pee, but she's just a little baby, so that's okay. We're going to forgive her that. Uh, We're going to forgive her that. See? Oh, good. Look, you're famous now. Come on. You say hi. You want to show me your belly? Look at it. Look at it. She has the best belly. She's ever been a belly. You see? Yeah, this is sweet little bats. Bats, say hello. Don't eat my cord. No, let's not. Let's not eat cords. Let's not eat cords. Let's not eat cords. Hey, stop. you're embarrassed. You're embarrassing me. Hey, hey, you want to go in the microwave? Yeah, do that on camera. We'll get so many views. What? What's up? Oh, can you guys hear me? Right, right. Mm-hmm. We'll cut it out. We'll edit it out. We can do it. She's gonna go for a little bit of walkies with with Meg, um, but here I'll bring her close to the camera so you guys can say hi to her. Say hi, hi Batsies. Hi, hey Bats. Check out all the chains in the chat. They're for you. There you go. Those chains are for you, Batsies. That's right. <laughs> so that is my Dogs new. Um, that is our new addition to our family. She is a ten-week-year-old beagle. Um, she's. Um, She's a goddamn handful, but boy, is she sweet. Um, she's a howl, that one. Um, anyway, uh, anyone quick, out there? Anyone out there? The uh, chat. Oh, go ahead. 
no, anyone out there uh, uh, with with, with uh, cool tips about how to um, um, about uh, how to how to sleep at night and maintain um, 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 uh, your your life as it as you once do it with a newborn puppy in your house that uh, is being crate trained. Any tips for how to stay sane and not lose your fucking mind? Uh, very welcome to hear any, any, any tips or tricks. Uh, but no, she's she's wonderful. Very glad to. Ryan, I'm looking at this at this YouTube thing, and that cover is coming along. Wonderful. Hell yeah. Wonderful, yes. I should say. Absolutely. We're almost done. I don't know that I'm gonna completely finish it, but it's it's pretty much there. If people get the idea. Oh, you know what? I know something cool. Uh, the hammer. This is Ryan Lee's idea. I was talking to him about this today. Um, my buddy Ryan Lee, Mountainhead artist. The hammer's going to have like, a... Amazing artist and yeah, responsible yes. for a lot of the d design work. Um, when you guys go, when you look at your podcast on like the icon on iTunes, mm -hmm. that yeah. was designed by Ryan Lee. Uh, and has done uh, actually did, did a pinup for 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 us uh, for the paybacks back in the day, which is actually one of my favorite images uh, from that series. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. So he's so this this uh, uh, gridiron's hammer is going to have some sort of I'm not sure what the the symbol will be, but there's going to be a uh like a stamp so when he hit, smashes something mm. he'll uh, leave a, uh -huh. or if he hits somebody in the face they'll have like a so cool. stamp on their head that's, that's tight awesome. that's cool yeah, yeah yeah and it can it'll be a big poop emoji <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how many I times guess. are we gonna fire griffin in one episode <laughs> uh yes uh, i'm going solo really quick in the chat something that has been coming up every single episode it's this thing that's spreading like wildfire to the point that it's even kind of clogging up the chat. I feel like it's inhibiting conversation. Okay. Guys, we gotta stop. We gotta stop bringing this up because it just like let's talk about something else. Anything this else. time, the this time the 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 one to blame is Dakota Crows. He started the whole thing again. We're seeing a million messages that there should be backup stories in the issues written by the Supple Boys. Now listen, Dakota. Come we on. all know Guys, that. That's, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the chat and I don't. It's probably lagging. You. It's lagging for you, but when we're watching, it's just like pouring in, and it's like, Everybody. guys, we know what you want. Yeah. We know what the you people know. want, but it's we gotta stop bringing it up uh, every time. I don't know, man. Um, We've emailed these people. That, we said, Wait, no, you guys can up. do that. You guys can do backup stories as long as one of you draws it too. Yeah, or oh. or I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You guys uh, um, uh, find. Find an all-star artist and pay them, and um, and write and, and get them to and, and get them to agree to that, and we'll absolutely let you guys run wild with a ten-page well, backup. Saying, but it has yeah. to be a, a working like Marvel DC. So you know, uh, if you guys can get that going, that would that would be great for us actually to have something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, that's what we're saying to everybody in the chat is, you know, you got to stop bringing it up, but just put, you know, just put your money where your mouth is, you know, just right, like start right, a Kickstarter. Right. Um, I sanction, I sanction you guys running on your podcast, uh, coming up with a backup story uh, live on your show. 
All right, yeah, well, we can do that name. next you, week. You, you already named the goddamn high school after you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought, did we land like, on how that? Much, how much more do you guys want other oh, than fuck. producing our show for us for free every week and doing all the work and not getting any credit? What else the fuck can we do for you guys? Like, a little bit. I you, mean, just, <laughs> you, fucking, you fucking give a mouse a cookie. Jesus. It's you hilarious. Know? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> We're coming up on a year of doing the show, um, which congrats, everybody. In a couple of weeks, we'll be one year old. And uh, I got a lot of folks in my family and uh, and even some of my yeah, friends that are like... I got like, a family, too, bro. That I got is... a family, too, bro. <laughs> They'll be like, that is... I got is... a family, too, bro. Okay? What's happening? All right? <laughs> They're like, so you this, pod- this comic thing... You want to up this star? Is that what you want? No, what? I'm trying to get somewhere Man, on this. dude, Griffin hates puppies. That's crazy. That's breaking news. How did we get here? <laughs> I was going to say, so many of my friends and family are like, so you're doing this? How long have you been doing this? I'm like, a year now. It's it's awesome. And yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, cool, cool, cool. And so, like, you get paid for this? And I'm like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. And they're like, why the fuck well, can I, can, I, can I give you some advice? Because I've been exactly, I've been, a, I've been exactly where you were. I've been, I've been exactly where you've, where you've been. Where my family, like when I started out ten years ago making comic books, ten years ago, a decade of making comic books, I've, I've been doing it. Uh, when I first started out, I made a bunch of shit for, for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it on my own fucking dime, and I never begged or acted like 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 a little baby who wants his bottle. Uh, <laughs> I was did. going to say and, that I told those people and, it was worth it. And just, and just real quick, um, I had a lot of my family members say, "When are you gonna get it? Gonna gonna start getting paid for that? Do you make money off of that?" And I said, "It's not about money for me. It's about the love of the game, and it's about making art." And I'm never gonna go and beg anybody, and be and be seen as someone who is so um, small—not in stature, Griff, but as <laughs> personality, as and soul, as to as to actually uh, phys- physically beg for a job. I would never do that because I want—I don't want. Like, look, look, look. There's ways to get jobs in comics. And that's okay if you want your first job in comics to have an asterisk next to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my first job to have an asterisk. I wanted to earn it on my own steam. And so that's just what I did. And that's just me. And, like, that's how I was raised. But you do whatever you got to do, you know? Yeah. So, you know, if you want if you want an asterisk, like, you know, published, like, first published works, asterisked, you know, begged like <laughs> the dog to get a backup story then that's you and you do you and that's and that's how your career progresses and that's oh, but tight. Donnie, it's not us it's the fans the fans yeah. are demand and and you know but also we are getting a message from uh, ngl uh, or jgl jlg spaz 13 that says that we should start an only fans account which i think is probably a good alternative yeah i could uh, do that but uh, i think that my problem with the fans all wanting that is that uh, we've, established <laughs> this we've established this before, but these fans in here are all idiots. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. I forgot. Can I we forgot. get a hey? Can we get a chain change in the chat for being idiots? 
Can we get a where the fuck did Donny Cates go? <laughs> I guess we lost him. I guess oh, we begged him too much. We pushed the envelope too far. Dakota, what the fuck, dude? Come on. We're trying to play it cool. <laughs> no, that's definitely something I'm interested in having you guys doing. But, oh, Donnie's calling on the phone. <laughs> You're on. This episode's gonna sound like shit. <laughs> All right, Donnie, give us a give us a, a good a heartfelt goodbye, and then we're gonna end the show also. Okay, um, if people can hear me, um, I love you so much. Um, you guys stay safe, um, um, and I'll be back very soon with new episodes um, with um, the, the Devil's Advocates Book Club. Uh, stay tuned for more. And the next time you see me on Twitter, um, you'll be seeing good news instead of bad stuff. And I appreciate your patience. And I love you guys all. And uh, stay safe, stay inside, and uh, be dope. Read comics. Love you. All right, all right I'll talk, I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, bye. Bye. Fuck, we were so close to getting good audio. So Fuck. goddamn close. <laughs> I like this guy's comment. Wow, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adam. It's been a doozy. This can't be the end. It's only the end of the Bad Kids saga. We'll be hitting up Sawed Off Shogun very soon. Uh, that's going to be super exciting. I figure after uh, after this, we'll take just a little bit of a break from the creative sessions. Um, just so we can kind of gear up for the next set and, uh, we'll do a mailbag and maybe something else in between, um, leading up to, we're getting close to, like I said, one year of Stegman and his amazing friends. And we're also coming up on episode 50 of the show, um, which is super cool, super exciting. And we couldn't have done it without and all you. It had a single chat. snafu, nothing. Ne- never even missed a week. No snags. Everything's gone great. Yep. I just drew this picture. I think it looks beautiful. I'm done talking. You're pretty good at drawing, Ryan. I know. <laughs> like an eight out we of are, ten, I would say. We are known on sci-fi.com as, as for our technical difficulties. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> Alright, yeah. folks. Thanks so much for joining us for... Uh, Another stream, um, keep an eye on our Twitter and Instagram, of course, that's at Stegman Show. Um, we did a little bit of revamping on the social media pages. You'll see that now it says Amazing Friends Podcast Network, because, of course, we've got a couple of shows now. Um, and so keep an eye on those feeds for all the updates on the shows. Um, Ryan, it's your show. Do you have anything you want to leave the people off with this week? Uh, I don't know. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Friggin', let's all go play Mario Kart together. <laughs> yeah. I'm so down. I love me some Mario Kart. That's um, what I want to do right now. Hell yeah. Well, next time on the, I'm on the east side of the state, Ryan, we should hang out. Maybe grab a couple beers. Maybe play I, a little Mario Kart. I'm busy. I'm busy for the next... Uh, yeah. when, when are you going to be here? Uh, I, I could come anytime. I'm busy then. I'm busy then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh... Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out.
Okay. Uh, Ethan. <laughs> yeah. What's up, brother? We I'm, have. I'm, I'm now tweeting the picture that I just drew. All right. <laughs> all right. I gotta let you think while you tweet. Uh, Ethan, we have a show. It's called Supple Boys. We have a whole network. I think it's worth bringing up the whole network. This is oh, part of yeah. the Amazing Friends like network. Said, made up yeah. of three whole shows. We run this shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> we have Supple Boys. It's out every week as well as Devil's Advocates Book Club. Those are our other two shows on the network. They're great. Uh, like I said, at Stegman Show on Twitter and Instagram. Email us at stegmanandfriends at gmail.com. Any thoughts? Like I said, we're going to do a mailbag soon, uh, so we'll read some uh, emails. You, we're also going to read uh, iTunes reviews, so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, where you can find us. Uh, you can also find us on Google Podcasts and Spotify and stegmanandfriends.com. <sighs> I think that's I think that's everything. I'm Griffin. Follow me at Griff Sheridan. That's Ethan at Tales to Astonish and Ryan. Uh, Marie Stegman is at Ryan Stegman. Uh, yeah. Where is Where's Lincoln Stegman located? <laughs> Not in the chat because there's too much cursing. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, you have some that's, apologies. That's my next. That's my next uh, thing I gotta do is uh, solve that. Solve that problem. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. All right, folks in the chat, all the Steg fans, thanks so much for joining us once again. Uh, can't wait to see you folks soon on the next stream, whatever the next episode is. Stay tuned. Love you all. Be safe. Read some comic books. 